Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we are recording episode 113. That's quite auspicious, I think. (laughs) And this is one of our creative exercise episodes. And today's topic is character personality quizzes, which... Well, from experience, I quite enjoyed it. And so hopefully you also enjoyed it, Sarah. And we can have a bit of a chat about why it was so enjoyable. Hmm. Well, okay. So as Ashley said, the topic is personality quizzes. And the idea for today's episode came from one of our previous author spotlight episodes. So shout out to Jennifer Chastain for giving me this fun idea. <laughs> she had mentioned that she enjoys doing personality quizzes specifically Myers-Briggs and the love languages as her characters in order to learn more (laughs) about how their minds work. And we decided to try the same ones with some of the characters from each of our novels. So I guess to begin us off, I can start us off with the first question, which was really just about what were our initial thoughts before attempting the quizzes and what attracted us to this exercise. Did you want to go first with this, Ashley? Sure. So I was quite excited to to give it a go. So I guess my first excitement and instinct came from our teen fiction series because I know those characters really well. And then when I was thinking about it a bit more, I was sort of intrigued about what was going to happen when we tried characters from our ancient Greece book because I know in the past I've struggled a little bit to connect with the characters from that book. So I was really intrigued to see how I would handle doing personality quiz from one of their perspectives. So hopefully, yeah. And I was, I kind of thought I might get some interesting insight because, you know, they always have really odd questions that you have <laughs> yes. to like have to answer. So I was looking forward to seeing what came up. Sarah, what about you? Yeah, I was definitely excited. Um, I feel like every episode we make a point of saying how much we love character. Um, (laughs) So I'm not sure if everyone's getting bored of hearing it, but hey, guys, I love character. And (laughs) so, you know, I also feel that everyone kind of secretly enjoys doing personality quizzes, don't they? So, Oh, yes, definitely. I'd actually done one of the ones that we did recently for myself. I wanted to do the love languages one, but because I haven't done that one before. I have done Myers-Briggs. I kind of want to redo like both of them to kind of just see the difference of like the characters versus myself. But anyways, (laughs) so, you know, what would be more fun than putting the two together? And I was really curious to see specifically how their love languages might affect their relationships with others as I hadn't really explored that before. I kind of, you know, have a fairly good handle, I think, on their personality, but I hadn't really thought about, like, you know, their specific love language and the way they relate to others. So I was kind of quite curious on that point. It was quite a good idea to do the two different quizzes. Mm -hmm. I think they both presented their own sets of challenges for some of the (laughs) characters. So maybe we should jump straight in then to what our results were. Yeah. So I'll just say we did the 16 personalities 
quizzes for the Myers-Briggs and I'm just going to like double check what website we got the um the love languages one from. So it was fivelovelanguages.com that we did for the love languages one just to let you guys know in case you wanted to do it yourself. So I did two characters, Lizzie from our teen fiction series and Cassie from our ancient Greece book. I wanted to do Dylan from our teen fiction series as well and just to see how their personalities or love languages might clash but I ran out of time and we'll have to have a go with him at another point. (laughs) Fair enough I also ran out of time so totally understand that. Lizzie turned out to be an ISTJ-T or a logistician from the site 16personalities.com and I quote, logisticians are practical and fact-minded individuals whose reliability cannot be doubted. She was mainly introverted versus extroverted, observant rather than intuitive, a thinker rather than a feeler, and judging rather than prospecting, if you're looking at the Myers-Briggs personality points. And I don't know that other Myers-Briggs personalities do this, but on 16 personalities. They give a turbulent versus assertive. And so that's kind of about how they navigate in the world. I don't think other Myers-Briggs necessarily does this, but I feel like most most characters are going to be turbulent just by the nature of they've got a lot of work to do to improve. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like turbulent characters suit novels very much. Yeah, exactly. So... I haven't really like thought about that part of it too much. Anyways, the logistician really suits Lizzie, which cracks me up. I was like, oh wow, that's definitely Lizzie. Yeah. Her love language, despite being really fact based and kind of not like emotional type, <laughs> um, her love language was actually touch, which I found quite surprising. Oh, that is interesting. Yes. And so then, you know, I did Cassie. She was an ENFPT or a campaigner. And as the site says, campaigners are enthusiastic, creative and sociable free spirits who can always find a reason to smile. (laughs) So she was the exact opposite to Lizzie. That's funny. She was extroverted, intuitive, feeling and prospecting. (laughs) So considering these are both my characters that like I've, you know, like had the biggest input to and like I write from their perspectives, I was really surprised that they were like at opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. It does make sense though, because Lizzie is really tough, badass, and can be a bit cutthroat and ruthless in her decision making, whereas Cassie's mm-hmm. really sensitive, intrepid, open and friendly. So I can kind of see that but yeah Cassie was about quality time when it came to her love language which was closely followed by gift giving oh (laughs) (laughs) gift giving quality time suits her I think as well yeah yes so what were your results from your quizzes Ashley so I did the characters Grace from our teen fiction book and Simon from our ancient Greece book So I found one a lot easier to do than the other. But anyways, (laughs) Um, so Grace ended up being an INFJT or an advocate. 
advocates are quiet visionaries, often serving as inspiring and tireless idealists, apparently. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I guess that kind of makes sense. She was introverted, obviously, quite introverted, actually. (laughs) She was intuitive rather than observant. She was 82% feeling overthinking. <laughs> like, that's unsurprising. Uh, she was judging rather than prospecting, which made sense. Although it was about 50-50 split almost. Mm-hmm. So kind of makes sense. And then obviously she was 89% turbulent. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That totally makes sense for Grace, I think. Interestingly, apparently the advocate, when I read a bit more into the thing is the rarest personality type and I was like that's very interesting I feel like I've gotten that myself before when I've tried the quiz so I was quite like I was like oh Grace is an advocate that's kind of interesting Hmm. and Grace's love language was physical touch which made sense very almost identical to quality time they were quite close together right like two percent difference so I think that makes sense for her Yeah, I would say so too. It's very Grace-esque. So the other character I did was Simon, as I said, from our Ancient Greece book. And he actually ended up being a logistician the same as Lizzie. Hmm. Although I did struggle with him a bit with some of the questions, which I think I'll comment on later. Yeah. And to be fair, when I look at all of his, like, you know, introverted, observant, all those things. They're almost all in like the 50% range. So very much like I think could go either way. Right. Yeah, I would feel he's a little bit more extroverted maybe. I don't know. So I think, yeah, it could go either way for some of them. I should do it and see whether we get a different result. Yeah, you should. So he ended up being introverted, observant, but only 55%. So could switch yeah thinking was a bit more solid that one was 65 which I think makes sense given his contemplativeness um judging was 61 percent and he was only like 50 percent turbulent as well Mm -hmm. so that's interesting I thought he'd be quite turbulent well I was trying to think like rather than it just being because of the situation he's in like I was trying to think of him kind of as a whole right right that makes any sense it does yeah, so as I said, I found it a bit challenging, some of the questions as well. So it'd mm-hmm. be interesting to see what you get for that. Yep. His love language, I got quality time, followed by acts of service. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I can kind of see that, though. I feel like that yeah. one's probably true. I think so. I think so. Especially, I was thinking about some of the comments he says during the course of the book, and I was like, yeah, I think quality time fits him, and so does acts of service, weirdly. Yes. (laughs) It's surprising what happens, what comes up. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. So I guess that brings us to a bit of a discussion about what our overall experience was with doing these personality quizzes. Yeah, so... It was a lot of fun and I learned some surprising things about my characters. Like I said, I was considering how straight up and what a tough exterior Lizzie has. I was really surprised she was the touchy-feely type. 
for her love language. But as I answered the questions, I remembered a number of situations where she had felt comforted by touch and kind of steadied by it. And there was also one situation where she even insisted touch was another character's way of showing emotion. And then when they rejected her touch, she was quite torn up by it. So that was kind of quite funny. I felt it was like a doth protest too much kind of scenario. <laughs> and I found that often when one character was talking to another about like love languages, like kindness, gift giving, touch or whatever it was, it was actually because they themselves valued the quality. Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, even with Cassie, who scored quite high on receiving gifts, there was this insinuation that she didn't need gifts in like what she says, but then she was actually really stoked to receive them. So <laughs> that's why she ended up like that being her like second most. And the quality time for her made sense because. You know, she misses Simon so much. So I was like, oh, yeah. And at the start of the book, she's kind of, even though she doesn't want to go to Greece with him, she's a bit disappointed that he didn't even ask. So <laughs> that kind of okay. makes sense. And as for the Myers-Briggs, I, you know, have just read the summary of it and I largely agree, though I think, I do think Lizzie's a little bit more impulsive than what her personality type allowed for, although I guess that's part of the turbulent part a little bit. I would be interested to dive a bit more into analysis of their personality types to see what new things I could find, because I really just kind of briefly had a look at it and was like, oh yeah, that kind of suits. How about you, Ashley? I also found it really fun I thought that that it was a really good way to make you think a little bit more about your characters than you usually would and as I said before I found one a lot easier than the other so for Grace I found it was quite easy for me to answer the questions for her but then again we've been writing our when the rain falls book and the dark sky series for a really long time so it makes sense that I was more like in touch with sort of her personality. When I did Simon, as I mentioned before, I did struggle with some of the questions and I'd be sitting there going, um, that one. And then it doesn't let you go back to like change your answer. And I was like, oh no, maybe I've clicked the wrong one. And I had a lot of those where I wanted to go back and change it. So that could have potentially affected some of his results as well. Yeah. I wasn't particularly surprised by Grace's love languages. I felt they were fairly mm, representative yeah, of yeah. her. For Simon's one, I, to be honest, didn't really know what I was going to get from that. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> Which probably speaks to me not necessarily being as connected with him as a character as I am with Grace, which also probably explains why often I struggle with some writing some <laughs> yes. of his chapters as well. So retrospectively I wasn't too surprised that I struggled with it so it might be an interesting challenge for you as well Sarah yes I kind of felt like if I had done Leontiades who's the other character in her ancient Greece book that I solely write that one might have been easier for me however I'm glad that I did Simon because it kind of opened my eyes I was like oh this is <laughs> the reason behind a lot of our struggles I think yeah, it will be really interesting to compare Fido Simon and mm. kind of work out, you know, like where our differences are 
and see if we can yeah. find a middle that like makes it clearer for us like yeah. who Simon actually is. Although I feel like if I did it again, because there were quite a few questions where I would like click one of the agree, disagree things, and then I instantly regretted it. And I was like, no, that was the wrong decision. But because I couldn't <laughs> go back and fix it, I was like locked in. <laughs> so that might be helpful next time as well. Yeah. I think this leads quite nicely into the next, the last point, which is about whether we think it's helpful for creativity. Yes. So I think it's definitely helpful in the way that it helps to bring to light qualities that your characters may have, but you might have missed. Um, you know, Fair once enough. seeing those personality traits, you can bring them to the surface a little bit more. We also have a couple of characters who occasionally seem similar, and I think this would be a good tool for ensuring we highlight different aspects of their personalities. So I'd be interesting to try and do Dylan and Levi just because sometimes mm. there's been a couple of comments about them seeming similar. That's a really good Because I feel point. like even though we have a handle on them, it might like just help us to highlight like different pers- personality traits a bit more. Yeah. The love languages I thought was particularly useful as I'd never really considered how the way they relate to each other and miscommunications could be amplified or complicated by their <laughs> love language. Yay, more drama. <laughs> I do think probably just a word of warning is necessary, though, because I'm not sure I would do this prior to coming up with a character because I think I would be a bit concerned that it might affect the way I create the character and come off a bit stereotypical. But I think it could be a good tool for editing to check the character has developed some strong traits and that they're visible to the readers. So that's kind of how I see it being used. I know a lot of people do personality quizzes prior to starting out with their characters, but I yeah, I just feel like for me it might just make me like amplify certain qualities too much and make them seem really stereotypical makes sense I would also find it really difficult like I found it hard for Simon (laughs) if we've written like a whole 30 something chapter book with him in it and I found it difficult so I feel I would struggle to do it before I'd even got a bit of a handle on them in the first place yeah how about you Ashley how do you think it's helpful for creativity I thought it was a really great exercise so I thought it really helped I guess me know how in touch with my characters I really was and the actual act of doing the quiz I felt was potentially more beneficial than the result (laughs) for me anyways just because it made you think about your characters especially in situations that don't really come up in the books at all either so more like everyday situations rather Mm -hmm. than some of the ridiculous amplified situations yeah you'd be alone in (laughs) in the the corner corner. (laughs) things like mingling yeah yeah are you and we're like party our characters have never been to a party or maybe one of them might have been but yeah so that kind of thing which I thought was a I guess kind of made me look at the characters in a different way that I hadn't Mm -hmm. really considered before because they're always you know in 
outrageous situation. So it's kind of a bit easier to be like, oh, yes, they would do this. But, you know, when they're at the movies, <laughs> would they be happy <laughs> with a moving with an ending that they get to make up on their own? You're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I struggle with that question too. That was challenging. And it was the questions like that that really stumped me for Simon. Like, I was like, <laughs> I have no idea what he would do. I don't know. <laughs> Which was quite eye-opening. So I think it will – it is not necessarily – helped me figure out who Simon is but it's made me more aware that obviously I need to be a bit more in touch with who he is I think yes. which will help me with being more creative and helping me write his chapters better in the future I think so that's what yeah. I would say about the um whether it was helpful for creativity yeah okay we should probably wrap this episode up Yes, so if you would like to be on one of our author spotlight sections, you can head over to our website, lindersoncreations.com, and hover your mouse over the podcast tab, and you will find a link to apply. Next time on Dear Writer, it's our author spotlight interview series that we've just mentioned, and as always, we look forward to speaking with another writer. And if you'd like to know more about us or any of our writing projects, you can visit us at the aforementioned website lindersoncreations.com or get in contact with us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle lindersoncreations If you enjoy the show please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, tell your friends about us and we'll be back next week. Happy writing everyone!